One of the most powerful spiritual laws on earth written in scripture is written in Genesis chapter 8 verse 22. And of particular interest to me is the part that states, While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest shall not cease. Well, once people hear about sowing and reaping these days, their mind immediately start thinking about the appeal for money that is indeed widely common in our churches today. But more fundamentally, to sow is to plant certain seeds which will mature and become visible in the process of time. The Lord taught me that all the actions and inactions of my wife and I are seeds planted into our children and to a large extent these seeds can greatly influence or shape their future. So the big question for us today is what seed are we planting? What seed are we sowing? It's a bit very challenging for me to say here that many families have sown seeds rooted in selfishness and self-gratification. My wife and I sat in our living room a few years ago talking to this greatly talented Christian couple. Blessed with great talents, but they were so selfish and self-driven and self-motivated and self-centered, so self-absorbed that it was a miracle for them to live together successfully without a fight in 24 hours. As we discussed with the entire family, seeking to bring a resolution to their challenges, friends, we wept sore when my wife Irene discovered that their daughter, who was a teenager at the time, had several cuts on her wrist. When we probed further, the young girl broke down in tears. The frustration and constant fight, noise, evil speaking of each other had made, had made this young girl to attempt suicide several times unknown to her parents who were both consumed in their selfish and unreasonable quarrel and argument. Unknown to the parents through their constant railings, accusations and fight, they turned their home to a battleground and they planted the seed of death which would have brought about the harvest of great sorrow if the Lord had not intervened on time. Proverbs chapter 6 verse 14 says, and I quote, Frowardness is in his heart. He deviseth mischief continually. He soweth discord. He soweth discord. Discord means tension, strife, or animosity. And many husbands or wives have sown tension, strife, animosity, anger, rage in their home against their spouses, against their wives, against their husbands. Wow, wow, my dear friend, may I ask you yet again, what seed are you sowing? Discord is a seed. Or what seed have you sown in the past? What many people are experiencing today may not be an attack of the devil. 
It may just be an harvest. Yes, oh yes, it might just be an harvest of what they had sown in time past. Genesis chapter 9 verse 20 to 24 tells an interesting story of Noah, the man who built the ark for 120 years to rescue his family. After the flood, however, Noah cultivated the ground and planted his soul a vineyard. He planted that which would satisfy and gratify his selfish desire. And two things I love to emphasize from the story today is that number one, read that story, Genesis chapter 9, verse 20 to 24. Number one, what you plant, what you sow, will grow. And you will certainly, surely drink of it. Noah planted a vineyard, perhaps out of boredom, perhaps, perhaps out of hobby, perhaps out of, out of, out of, you know, just jokingly. But in the process of time, he had great harvest, and he drank of his harvest. Every man and woman will one day surely drink from what they have sown. What are you sowing into your spouse today? What are you sowing into your children as well? You cannot reap from, 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 from your wife what you have not sown. No, what you have not planted. You can't. Many people desire to enjoy the marriage. They, they desire the marriage of others. Why they leave their own marriage uncultivated? You can't reap where you have not sown, brother. That is a principle of scripture. What are you sowing into your children? Never forget the word of the Lord in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 6, that the husband man must be the first partaker of the fruit. You will drink. Brother, sister, <laughs> you will drink from that which you sow today in the process of time. Number two, what you reap from what you sow has the capacity to cause glory or to cause shame. Noah drank of the wine from his vineyard and he became naked inside his tent. Wine did not just happen, my friend. Noah planted the vineyard. He harvested it. He processed it himself. Friends, I have concluded that the selfish consumption of what is planted always causes the nakedness of man. What caused the nakedness of the first couple in the Garden of Eden was what they consumed to gratify self against the will of God. And when God reset the earth and started a new one with the family of Noah and, and his sons, self still managed to find his way through to get Noah to plant his own vineyard that would cause his own nakedness. My dear friends, all that is planted to glorify self will only produce shame and nakedness in the final analysis. It's time to uproot anything you have planted in your own home that is self-driven, self-motivated, self-centered, or self-focused. It must be God-focused. It must be God-centered. Children in many Christian homes are confused today. They cannot understand the hypocrisy. They constantly see their parents fight cat and dog on Monday to Saturday and then 
They dress in similar outfits to attend the Sunday church meetings, where they sit side by side, hold hands together, and worship the Lord, taking for granted the fact that the seed of hypocrisy and self-deception sown in their home will one day produce its fruit, and they will have no choice but to process and eat of the fruit thereof. I have received letters from young teenagers in my city explaining the confusion in their mind because of the difficulty to reconcile the double lifestyle of their parents. So what do you sow? What do you sow, brother? What do I sow as a husband? What do I sow as a wife? Sow love, my dear friends. As a father, sow kindness. Plant compassion. Plant joy in your home. That's your home. That's your field. Yes, that's your field. Let your children see you love their mother. Love on her. Let them see you as a wife. Love on your husband. Love your father, their father. Let them see you faithfully serve the Lord without murmuring and complaining. Oh yes, our Lord Jesus, drive this home for me in John chapter 5 verse 19 which says, Very truly I tell you, the son can do nothing by himself. He can do only what he sees his father doing. Because whatever the father does, the son also does. So what you do today is what your son, your daughter will do in days to come. Will there be disagreement and misunderstanding? Yes. But resolve them in love and in peace. Create an atmosphere of the Father's house. An atmosphere of joy, peace, rest, and love. Wow. Wow. Jesus boasted of his Father's house. He said, in my Father's house, there are many mansions. In fact, so beautiful, he spoke of his Father's house. What will your children say of their father's house? What will their, your kids tell other children about their father's house? About their mother's house? Let your kids see you. You honor your spouse. Let them see you kiss each other. Laugh and love on each other. Let them see you pray together. Study the Bible together. Take a walk together. Cook together. Watch movies together. Let them see you do life together. Labor together. And above all, let them see you serve the Lord faithfully. What are you planting? What are you sowing today? I commend you to God after the word of His grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. Amen.